WTC Minneapolis St. Paul FM 107.5 K298CO Minneapolis Intelligent Radio With SRN News, I'm Ron DeRostra. With the election less than three months away, Georgia Republican Senator David Perdue is warning Democrats plan a number of radical changes if they win big, including packing the Supreme Court with more liberal judges. Um, You know, and then they really want to get rid of the the, uh, Electoral College eventually. Now, they can't do that in the Senate alone, but they'll start that effort as well. Speaking with the Salem Radio Network this week, Perdue says Democrats would also impose massive tax hikes, seize American firearms, and grant statehood to Washington, D.C. and Puerto Rico. China, Russia, and Iran could be injecting themselves into this fall's vote. U.S. intelligence officials believe Russia is using a variety of measures to denigrate presidential candidate Joe Biden, while China prefers Mr. Trump not win a second term by accelerating its criticism of the president and its efforts to shape American opinion and public policy. This is SRN News. Dan Proft sees the teachers running the schools. The evidence on in-classroom instruction based on the an assessment of the trade-offs is so overwhelmingly in favor of in-person classroom that no rational person could be opposed to it. And yet in big cities, the teachers' union bosses and the politicians they control continue their protestations. The Dan Proft Show, weeknights at 11 on AM 1280, The Patriot intelligent radio hour two of your northern alliance radio network headliner mitch berg is coming up next hey just a reminder photos and videos from our events news updates live streaming and maybe our selfie or two is the latest and greatest way to connect with the patriot and that's to follow us on instagram simply search for am 1280 the patriot on instagram here's your forecast from the homestead road weather center mostly sunny and high of 87 tonight slight chance of storms in a low of 71 sunday Storms likely throughout the day in a high of 86. This is the Northern Alliance Radio Network, the longest-running conservative talk show in the Twin Cities. It's great to be back in Minnesota today. Political analysis of the good, the bad, and the outright crazy. Now, here's your headline act, Mitch Bird. Welcome back, Twin Cities and World. It's the wind beneath the right wing, the shining spot of red in the sea of dingy, dismal, institutional blue, the Northern Alliance Radio Network. My name is Mitch Berg. My blog, shotinthedark.info. My goal to bring the truth to the Twin Cities as only thoroughly biased talk radio people can. See, there's this thing that, that you, you hear from people. It's like this notion that's been spread through people who don't pay much attention to the media that if you have a point of view that you're not journalism that you're not reporting that you're not focused on the truth sometimes the truth has a point of view sometimes having a point of view is the road to the truth and of course when when these people say well if you have a point of view if you have a bias you can't possibly uh, find the truth because bias colors your pursuit of the fact. Of course, they, it's people like myself, Brad, the entire Salem radio lineup, Larry Elder, uh, Dennis Prager, Hugh Hewitt, the rest of the crowd uh, who approach the news with a point of view, but with absolute integrity in their pursuit for getting the truth out. Uh, that it's, it's that side that uh, our side, the good guys side that, that gets called just opinion. But the other side who are 
no less opinion-based in many cases and certainly less focused on the truth. In fact, indeed, entirely focused on an agenda, as representatives from the New York Times and Washington Post newsroom admitted in December of 2016 on the air on National Public Radio's On The Media broadcast. They're admitting it's time to change, as they said it in as many words, it's time to change the rules of journalism away from putting out the facts of the story and letting people making up their make up their own mind to and I quote denormalizing Donald Trump end quote this is not your grandpa's journalism at the elite level this is not about giving people the who what when where why and how and having the integrity to assume that they can figure out the truth for themselves that's worse, by the way, than allegations of bias, which are allegations only in being scrupulously uh, fair about, about putting this out there. I, I think there's plenty of reporters that do a perfectly fine job of trying to keep their politics separate from their reporting. There are. And I've called them out as such, but uh, on the air, on this, on this, in, on this, air, uh, on this show... Okay, I'm going to tell you, I'm getting a little, a little wound up here. I've called them out as such, uh, the good, the bad, and the ugly. And I'll continue to do so, because not all reporters are dishonest. Not all reporters lack integrity. Not all reporters have turned what used to be called journalistic ethics into a callow joke. But enough have where it's of great concern, because if there's anything... A free society needs its institutions it can trust. And the media is one of those institutions that we need to be able to trust to get the truth about government out there. Which is why the whole subject is so very, very scary. Because they're doing, at this point in history, largely, not entirely, but largely... A terrible job of it. And by the media, I'm not talking about Salem Communications. I'm not talking about Andy Ngo, who has been doing sterling work covering the depredations of, quote, anti, end quote, fa, especially in Seattle and Portland lately. I'm talking about, you know, CNN, the big three networks, National Public Radio, people for whom the agenda is more important than putting out the, the the who, what, when, where, why, and how, and assuming that your listeners have the intelligence to make up their own mind, even if their conclusions differ from yours. It's the worst thing to happen to American media ever. It may be part of the worst thing to happen to American democracy ever. And it's something, it's an area where we, the people, need to demand better from our news media. You'd think the fact that, that news media are trusted today less than used car salespeople or lawyers would get the message across them. Time to clean up the industry's act. But I'm kind of starting to get the impression that being respected by the hoi polloi isn't the goal. And we're starting to see some of that this, this uh, week. I, don't, I, I referred to the good, the bad, and the ugly uh, of media report, we we talk about the bad constantly. I mean, this this broadcast has spent sixteen, seven, almost seventeen years covering the bad in media nationwide, and especially here in the Twin Cities. 
we've called out the good. I'll call out some more good. During the riots, and I pointed out as much during the riots, the, uh, there were a number of reporters, particularly uh, from Channel 5 and from Minnesota Public Radio, who questioned Governor Klink and Mayor McDreamy in a tone that I had given up hope of ever seeing in a government press conference here in Minnesota. I mean, reporters traditionally, stereotypically, are so concerned about losing their access, about, about asking a question that's just a little too tough, that it, that, it, that it peeves off the powers that be with the tone of the broadcast, and they lose access. The press secretaries write them out of the distribution lists. And suddenly their sources dry up, at least their official sources and their, 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 their soft sources that they have in the administration suddenly stop talking to them. Makes it harder to do their job. Well, it makes them harder to get information that's placed with them. It, their job is actually not to, is to actually try and find the, the truth and the facts and get it out there. And we had some of that going on during the riots. That's the good. The bad, we talk about a lot of bad. The ugly... Well, we'll get to the ugly in a minute, because uh, the first piece here is from the city pages, and that's neither good nor bad nor ugly. I mean, it's bad and ugly, but the city pages, in Twin Cities media terms, it was really the fourth category, stupid, stupid, depraved. Uh, the city pages, by the way, I, and it hurts to say that. And it's not, not hurt, it's a little too theatrical. It's... Unfortunate that after all this time we have to say that. The city pages used to be the home of some excellent journalism. I mean, their politics have never been in line with those of this station or most of you, the listener. But the city pages used to have some excellent journalism. James Lilacs wrote for the city pages back, I don't know, 30-odd years ago, back in the 80s. That's where I first met him. He came out to the Evil Talk Empire, did a piece on uh, all of us who were working at the uh, Evil Talk Empire at the time, myself included. I, I got a short little paragraph in there. I still remember it almost word for word. James Lilac's one of the best. He worked for City Pages. During the era of editor Steve Perry, the reporter, not the, an editor, not the lead singer of Journey, they did probably for a stretch of several years there, the best journalism in the Twin Cities. The best investigative reporting in the Twin Cities. Forget about the Star Tribune. For a stretch there in the mid to late 90s, the city pages cleaned the dailies' clocks. And so it's sad, in a sense, to see that what was once a credible, if politically motivated, or certainly a, a, an organization that had its political biases, but uh, nonetheless ran a credible news organization that, when needed, could detach its biases from its reporting. What am I talking about? In 1997, a piece by Steve Perry in the City Pages was the first thing I read in the Twin Cities media anywhere that said, ah, oh, yeah, the law-abiding citizen with a gun really isn't a problem, and gun control really has no effect on crime, and the crime that we're concerned about is not going to be addressed by any of the gun control measures, and, and really, we're approaching, we on the left are approaching this all wrong? 
I'm paraphrasing, but I'm right. So when I riff on the city pages, I, I'm riffing on the city pages that happened after, I don't know, about 2006, when most of the staff, the good staff, left to go elsewhere, do other things, take other people's paychecks. And, and the, the city pages uh, was turned over to the bobbleheads who've been running it ever since, including the, the, the bobbleheads who are running it now, who, well, put it this way. Every year they do their Best of the Twin Cities uh, episode or edition, which is usually the best of uptown, downtown, dinky town, whatever, it doesn't matter. And they did a piece on Ilhan Omar. Now, if you're going to call Ilhan Omar something other than representative, <laughs> you can call her a lot of things. You can call her anti-Semitic. You can call her allegedly corrupt. You can call her allegedly but with significant evidence, uh, a bigamist or an immigration fraudster, one or the other, or both, allegedly. Strongly allegedly, but it's an allegation. You can call her any of those things. But what do you call her if you are one of the <clears throat> journalists at the City Pages? Part of the best power couple in the Twin Cities. This past week, Representative Omar and her husband and newly minted millionaire, courtesy of CD5 donors, uh, were called, were named this year's, and I quote, best power couple by City Pages, despite their scandalous history. Quote, plenty of partnerships have the kind of passion worth breaking up a marriage or two, as this one did, said the City Pages' glowing and bizarre review of uh, Omar's third marriage. But... Do you love your partner enough to expose yourself to worldwide tabloid scrutiny like Tim Minette did? Well, given that the Omar campaign has transferred a million dollars to Minette and his firm in consulting fees in the past uh, campaign, I think that might be worth uh, a headline or two, especially given how little of the media actually will bother to report on Omar, thanks in great part to MyNet's consulting efforts and network connections. This is local journalism in the year 2020, at least on the left. This is the City Pages. This is what you and I are up against. Oh, there is much more. In fact, let's talk about Ilhan Omar when we come back. All is not well. How unwell? We'll, we'll talk about that in a moment. On the Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. Limitless access to intelligent talk. Stream AM 1280 The Patriot with our free app, your smart speaker, or with iHeart, TuneIn, and Radio.com. We live in the Twin Cities, but serve worldwide. Does your office need a little TLC? Do you notice your bathrooms are a bit smelly? Are the surfaces in your break room a little sticky? And isn't that the same coffee spill on the floor and chili splatter in the microwave from weeks ago? If so, I've got the solution. Hi, I'm Tasha, owner of Forever Cleaning. We're family-owned and offer affordable, reliable office cleaning all over the Twin Cities metro area. So if your office is screaming for help, call me today. Let's get you scheduled for your free walkthrough so you can receive your free quote. 
at 763-807-9817. If you mention this ad, you will receive 15% off your first month of service. Again, call 763-807-9817. Or you can visit my website at forevercleaning.com. That's the number four, evrcleaning.com. Remember, forever cleaning is so thorough, you'll wonder if your mom snuck in overnight and cleaned. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-218-9520-800-218-9520-800-218-9520. That's 800-218-9520. Do you feel like there are more unanswered questions and few honest explanations as to why so many of our liberties are under attack? Find out how we can get back to a place of order and normalcy when you stream Morality in the 21st Century on Salem Now. Dennis Prager and Dr. Wayne Grudem confront the toughest social issues we face, and through never-before-told personal stories, you get a clear direction for a visionary future for this nation in this on-demand video special. Visit SalemNow.com to stream Morality in the 21st Century and type in the code MINNEAPOLIS for a 20% discount. Salem Surround partners with your business to deliver custom digital marketing solutions. Surround your target audience wherever they engage, search, surf, socialize, or review to keep your business top of mind. Learn more at minneapolis.salemsurround.com. AM 12A, The Patriot, the Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488. Is the number to call should you care to join me. You can also join me on Twitter at hashtag N-A-R-N show. That's NARN show, short for Northern Alliance Radio Network. But you knew that. We love a good conversation here. That's why we provide you so many ways to join us in that conversation. 651-289-4488 or hashtag NARN show on Twitter. Because we know how important meaningful conversation is to you. That's why you listen to us each day. But we also think... You're going to enjoy our sister station, Freedom 1570. You can tune in and you'll hear the right perspective on today's news and hot topics. You'll hear from our respected hosts like Dana Lash, uh, Mark Levin, Ben Shapiro, so many more. You can go online at freedom1570.com. It's the perfect companion to the Patriot. I mean, every once in a while, if you need a little, a little palate cleanser after a particularly great Dennis Prager show, sure. Check it out. It's all I, I find myself tuning over to the 1570 once in a while myself. Uh, I hope you do. Sit free to 1570, uh, 1570 AM, our sister station, one of our many sister stations here at Salem Twin City, 651-289-4488. I guess I said that already. Anyway, so I mentioned before the break a symptom of the good, the bad, the ugly, and the stupid in Twin Cities media. And, of course, when I talk about stupid in Twin Cities media, it's the city pages uh, for low this last, I don't know, 10 years or so. 
I mean, they've been completely irredeemable for a while. And I have to think that this, this whole idea of calling, I mean, it's a trivial, trite point, this, this idea that Ilhan Omar and her beau are part of this wondrous power couple who, frankly, represent all that is worst about Minnesota politics. And no, it's not because she's Muslim. A lot of good conservatives out there who, who, who are of the Islamic faith. And that's an argument I'll have with anyone who wants to have it, by the way. If you're one of the crowd who disagrees, feel free. Bring it. 651-289-4488. But as I said before, uh, the problem with Ilhan Omar is not that she's Muslim, not at all. Uh, the problem with Ilhan Omar is that she's a progressive. And the United States has defeated external enemies ranging from the British Empire near its peak to its own internal divisions to anarchism, socialism, communism, Nazism. We've defeated all the external threats and done it with style. I mean, most of the times we've defeated external threats, we've ended the war better than we started. So a 7th century ideology that can't feed its own people outside of its foothold in Western civilization isn't going to defeat us from the outside. Isis schmeisis. Progressivism, on the other hand, which is Ilhan Omar's real religion, well, that'll destroy us from the inside. In fact, <laughs> you've seen the blueprint playing out here in Minneapolis and St. Paul for low this last couple of months here. And you're starting to see some people get part of the point here. You've seen more Ilhan Omar TV ads in the last month on Twin Cities television than you've likely ever seen. Ilhan Omar has never had to spend money campaigning. She raises a ton of money, most of it from out of district, much of it from the West Coast and the East Coast, from entertainers, from uh, plutocrats with deep pockets, lots of money from your Open Societies Foundation types, your George Soros's, your Paul Allen's, your Alliance for a Better Minnesota's with their Rockefeller loot. That's where she gets most of her money. And... She's never had to spend any of it here in Minnesota. She's been able to hand a lot of that money off to other Democratic candidates. I mean, I mean, she, as I recall, and I may have this wrong, she's transferred a lot of her money to some more hotly contested races in the last cycle, like, uh, or she, she's planning on it for this cycle, the likes of Angie Craig and Dean Phillips and, and so forth. I mean, she hasn't had to spend money to do anything but win the Democratic primary. And that's where we're at today. You've seen an awful lot of spending by Ilhan Omar this past couple of months, an awful lot of gauzy soft focus ads that, by the way, are bank on people being ignorant, ill-informed, willing to buy the line that they're given. Uh, for example, I watched one of her ads this morning that said she, she, she favored a bipartisan uh, gun safety initiative. She authored a, a bipartisan gun safety bill, which, by the way, died in the Senate and basically is designed to make it as hard as possible for Ilhan Omar's constituents to protect themselves from the policies that Ilhan Omar and her fellow progressives in the Metro DFL have Put, put out there that, that, that have made the, Minneapolis and the 5th Congressional District a much, 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 much more dangerous place than it was even two years ago. 
tough luck citizens. But something must be going wrong out there because Ilhan Omar has never had to spend money. She's had to marshal all sorts of uh, support to first win the nomination in 2016 to run again, uh, to, to, to beat out Phyllis Kahn to run for the Minnesota House and then again to, to move ahead to running for the U.S. Congress successfully in 2018. But something isn't sitting right somewhere with some voters. And you know this because someone who never has to spend money, say, like Betty McCollum traditionally doesn't, maybe this year will be the exception with Sheila Lohr running for office, but... She never has to spend money. DFL candidates in the 5th Congressional District never have to spend money in primaries. Not significant money. And yet she is pouring money into this primary coming up this next week against Anton Melton Mukes. Now, I've said before, and if, if Ilhan Omar... Has any is is ever replaced in the DFL race? It'll be by someone worse. Well, ethically speaking, I I don't know that we can say that uh, Anton Melton Mukes is more ethically deficient than Representative Omar. But you can tell there's some serious worries going on in the Omar campaign because of all this money being poured into the race. This is this this sort of uh, ad blitz and. Even more so, these dropping of specially placed opposition research stories like, oh, who it is. You, you know you're seeing a, a problem when you see uh, Esme Murphy from Channel 4 actually doing a hit piece on a DFLer. Granted, it's against Anton Melton Mukes on behalf of uh, Esme Murphy's slumber party buddy, uh, Ilhan Omar, trying to take down Melton Mukes. The, the empire is striking back. The DFL system is going to do its best to smite the opposition by fair means or foul. But you know there's trouble in Omar world when the paper that would not dream of saying an ill word about their dreamboat from the fifth CD endorses the opponent. Not just any opponent. I mean, there are actually five people running in the DFL primary. Les Lester? Who? John Mason? No. Daniel Patrick McCarthy? No, no, no. Anton Melton Mukes, about whom the Star Tribune writes, after reviewing the campaigns of the five candidates for this Tuesday's primary in the fifth CD, uh, the Star Tribune editorial board, uh, editorial board chose to focus on incumbent Representative Omar and challenger Anton Melton Mukes. The DFL primary contest between the two has become one of the fiercest in the country. After careful consideration <laughs> and interviews with both, the Star Tribune editorial board uh, recommends Melton Mukes, a first-time candidate with a strong progressive values that align well with the district. Well, yeah, <laughs> as well as consensus building skills honed as a professional mediator. Well, see, the, the Star Tribune is counting on the fact that nobody needs to build consensus in a district that's become used to one-party rule. Melton Mukes, the Star Tribune says, brings a different sensibility to this race, one grounded in helping resolve disputes to move forward, a skill that the country is much in need of. 
<laughs> His thoughtful approach holds out the promise of building common ground, whether it's health care, criminal justice, or affordable housing. Milton Mukes appears progressive but pragmatic. <laughs> so did Betsy Hodges when she ran for office. How did that turn out? While Ilmar wants to lead a movement, Milton Mukes seeks to serve the 5th District. Didn't they say the self-same exact thing about Ilhan Omar two years ago when they endorsed her? That she was going to build a, a, a diverse consensus of people marching forward into the brave new world two years ago? On law enforcement, Melton Mukes told the editorial board regarding the death of George Floyd, quote, I've had my own issues with police, even being detained as a law student by two white officers. I know what could have been a knee to my neck, but for a few circumstances. But instead of Omar's calls to defund and even dismantle the police, Melton Mukes would work to create a system in which police are held accountable for their actions. On health care, oh boy, here we go. Omar and Melton Mukes both support universal coverage. See? How they get there differs. Omar supports the purest proposal championed by Bernie Sanders that would dramatically shift the entire system to the federal government. Melton Mukes more pragmatically builds on the Affordable Care Act by embracing the logical next step, a public option that would offer a government-run blah, 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 same garbage, different day. Meet the new progressive, same as the old progressive. Meet the new bushel of happy talk and unicorns flying down from heavens, bringing programs on little cedar chests on their backs full of gold coins. Same garbage, different day. Nothing against either of them as human beings necessarily, although certainly there's a reckoning coming at some point about Ilhan Omar's activities, probably not from the Twin Cities media. But all is not well in the world of Ilhan Omar. It's not a shoe-in for her. Which brings us to another question we'll get back to in a moment here. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot Gun Network. Be right back. Mike, how's the house coming along? <sighs> needs a ton of work. The pipes are leaking. Needs a new roof. The AC just broke. I just don't have time to do it all myself. You know anyone? Oh, just ask Home Advisor. They match you with the best local pros for any home project. Cool. Yeah, you can read reviews and book appointments online. What's it cost? Actually, Home Advisor is always free to use. Nice. I'll check it out. Go to homeadvisor.com or download the free app. Home Advisor. I'm pretty handy around the house, but now that I have kids, I don't want to spend my Saturday installing a toilet or fixing an air conditioner. But thankfully, there's HomeAdvisor. HomeAdvisor helps me find the best home pros in my area to handle any kind of project. You can read reviews of the pros, check their availability, even book appointments online. And what my wife loves most is that HomeAdvisor is completely free to use. Go to HomeAdvisor.com or download the free app to get started. HomeAdvisor. As Winston Churchill said, all the great things are simple, and many can be expressed in a single word. Freedom, justice, honor, duty, mercy, and hope. Hi, this is Andrew Parker with the law firm Parker Daniels Keyboard. Join me every Sunday at 4 p.m. for the Victory Hour, when we will talk politics, Israel, and the law. The Victory Hour, Sunday afternoons at 4, here on The Patriot. I'm impressed with my attorney, Bernie. 
For more than 20 years, investigative filmmaker Tim Mahoney has traveled across the globe in search of patterns of evidence to support some of the Old Testament's most miraculous events. Now, with the Red Sea Miracle Part 2, journey to Egypt and beyond as Tim interviews some of the world's foremost experts to discover the truth. Is there evidence of how and where the host of Israelites could have traveled as recorded in the Bible? Is there evidence of the Egyptian army's demise in the Red Sea? If you've seen the first part of this investigation of the Red Sea Miracle, you won't want to miss the continuation. The results of his pursuits are faith-affirming and fascinating. You must see Patterns of Evidence, The Red Sea Miracle, Part 2. To see this powerful documentary and others in the series, go to SalemNow.com and use the promo code MINNEAPOLIS for 20% off. That's SalemNow.com and promo code MINNEAPOLIS to save 20% on Patterns of Evidence, The Red Sea Miracle, Part 2. SalemNow.com. Promo code Minneapolis. Join Gene Sullivan each week on Where You Live, where he takes on... Uh, Gene, who do you take on anyway? Maniacal landlords, slippery renters, overbearing HOA boards, demanding homeowners. Oh, and the legislative lunacy brought on by local politicians wanting to fix everything for us. It's a common sense perspective on the news and stories that affect you the most right where you live. Join Gene Sullivan every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. on AM 1280, The Patriot. AM 1280, The Patriot, the Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488. Hey, don't forget, Patriot Half-Off Deals Program can save you up to 50% or more on great products and services here in the Twin Cities. Right now, you can get half off on MN Eco Builder 12-inch remote-controlled motorized retractable awnings. It's great for residential or commercial use. It's the kind of weather where an awning would be really nice. It's hot, it's humid, it's sunny one minute and raining the next. An awning is just the, the kind of thing that I could use myself now that I think about it. I mean, if I ever get tired of my front porch, back awning would sure be it. Anyway. That's you can get half off on that. I'm not eligible. You are. Go to am12a.thepatriot.com and click on the half-off deals icon or call 651-405-8800. There's, ah, blah, 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 blah. 651-405-8800. By all means, check it out. Patriot half-off deals. All the fun, half the money. How can you go wrong? Anyway, what I've noticed this last couple days really, this last few weeks. I mean, Governor Waltz has had kind of a, I wouldn't say a rough time. Uh, in fact, for a variety of reasons, I mean, the, the, the media is, is massaging his reputation as best they can. In fact, we saw, uh, call me cynical, but I think in a media environment like the Twin Cities, cynicism is the supreme expression of realism. Uh, what am I talking about? We'll get to that in a second. A story came out this past week, uh, yesterday, in fact, that uh, I think an episode that happened on Thursday and the re- report came out yesterday. This via Fox 9. Uh, let me just get started here. The, the governor was having a little to-do out in front, I believe out in front of the governor's mansion on, on Summit Avenue. Which, by the way, for those of you who aren't in St. Paul, is a Tony neighborhood. Uh, it's the old money part of St. Paul, and, and there is no older money, well, almost no older money part of St. Paul in the area around the governor's mansion, Crocus Hill, uh, just three blocks east of Lexington on Summit. It's it's pretty posh over there. 
and the governor was standing around wearing his mask naturally uh, in front of a battery of cameras doing the voodoo he do in front of the people's house. <laughs> when, well, an episode that was almost too perfect for filming just happened to happen. This from Fox 9, quote, Ellen Garola hadn't planned to take her concerns about reopening schools straight to Governor Waltz. It just happened. Sarcastic tone not included in the original report. I'm, I'm adding that. Garola said she was taking her son to the dentist in a St. Paul building shared with Community Action Partnership of Ramsey and Washington Counties, where Waltz was holding a press conference, news conference, rather, Thursday morning. Ah, I had the wrong location. It wasn't a mansion. As he stepped to the podium, a shout came from the road nearby. Governor Waltz, I'm a teacher and I'm scared, Garola said. Would you talk to me for two minutes? And sure enough, Waltz ended his remarks and scampered over to Garola and her young son, Garola, an eighth grade science teacher in the Anoka Hennepin School District, who just happened to be in St. Paul in the middle of a pandemic, held court for a few minutes and told Walt she was worried that teachers weren't getting much input in the district's plan to start the school year in a hybrid learning model. Quote, I'm finding out everything parents are finding out. Principals don't even know. I, I don't know what to do, she said. Quote, said Governor Clink, I can't put you back in that classroom if it's not safe. End quote, said Governor, oh, Waltz, sorry. Keep saying Governor Clink. It's bad, Mitch. Bad. He told her that teachers should contact the Minnesota Department of Health about specific concerns. Waltz is, and no, no scare quotes around this in the original story from Fox 9. Waltz is allowing districts to make their own decisions about how to reopen this fall, although they must stay within strict boundaries set by state health officials. If a virus outbreak happens in the school's community, the state could tell district administrators to move from in-person classes to distance learning. So let's break this down. The governor just happens right after giving the fairly controversial uh, directives to schools saying, hey, you can reopen, but you've got some strict rules to follow. And it's up to you which you could fairly call buck-passing, although that's fine. I, I support local control. And I think, fr frankly, given the caliber of leadership we have in St. Paul, uh, local control is the best thing you can hope for. So he didn't really give local control. It was a very, very passive-aggressive approach to giving local controls. Yeah, you can, you can take control, and if you screw up, we'll come in and save the day which is, I think, the way they're trying to play the whole catastrophe in Minnesota's nursing homes, that and shovel it all under the, under the carpet. But as he's giving a completely unrelated press conference, suddenly, as the cameras are rolling, a woman from, I don't know, she might live in St. Paul, I don't know, it doesn't really say, but who teaches in Anoka Hennepin, maybe she lives there, maybe she lives in St. Paul, who knows? 
just happens to, to happen by uh, an area full of reporters with cameras rolling and mics hot, catching the governor with a random heckle. Not a heckle, just say, hey, come and talk to me. How often do you suppose this happens in real life? I've, I've tried to get a few governors' attention over the years. Didn't work with Mark Dayton. Never worked with, who was it? Arnie Carlson. And I'm a Republican. It, you, could, you could yell at governors all you want, and all you're going to get is the state patrol asking you to move along and have a nice day. But here you go. Ellen Garola just happens by on the sidewalk with her photogenic child. Just happens by a news conference. Just happens to provide some choice A-roll in time for the news. What do you suppose the odds were? Oh, wait. Am I saying that, that this was staged? Am I saying that this was a, a staged photo op that the, the governor's administration put out there to try and sway people to, to, to see him as the benevolent father of, of the states, looking out for everyone's best interest against those idiots in the local districts who can only screw it up because the governor is throwing local control out there just to set it up to fail? No, perish the thought. Nothing completely set up about this from the ground up. Why would you think such a thing? Gosh, Mitch, you're a cynic. Having seen the way Governor Klink operates, I'm just going to put this out there. Cynicism is the best you can possibly hope for. And and I say this because, in a sense, this last week and a half has has given. I have to thank Governor Waltz some some cause for I don't know if I call it cause for concern. But there, if for anyone who's thinking, anyone who's paying attention, there have been some dents to this illusion of cool-handed authority that, that he's been putting out there. I mean, forget the fact that, that his emergency power has basically been five years of unearned tyranny, uh, a power grab like this state has not seen. Well, no, this is a worse power grab than, than, uh, than Floyd Olson ever pulled off. Look it up. Kids, ask your grandparents. But we had an episode this past week. I, I, we talked about it on my blog earlier this week there's a little bit of back and forth a little bit of mutual finger pointing between mayor mcdreamy and governor clink i'm sorry mayor fry and, and and governor waltz this week over the deployment the late too small daylight dollar short half-hearted deployment of the minnesota national guard in minneapolis during the riots now bear in mind the timeline was this. The rioting started Tuesday, Wednesday after Memorial Day. Wednesday night uh, saw the first outbreak of looting, arson, violence. A good chunk of East Lake Street uh, got looted. 
uh, the night of, of the, uh, the 27th, I want to say. Wednesday night, the Wednesday night after, after Memorial Day. Two days after the, the killing of George Floyd. And it was Wednesday that Mayor Fry asked for the National Guard. The Minneapolis police were overstretched. The 3rd Precinct was already being attacked on Wednesday night. Theo Keith, who I believe is with uh, one of the TVs, I'm blanking on which TV, I want to say Channel 9, could be 5, could be 4, could be 11, don't know. The TV people all look the same to me. Anyway, Theo Keith on Twitter uh, wrote this past week on Tuesday, Governor Waltz is responding to Minneapolis Mayor Jacob Fry's criticism that he slow-walked the deployment of the Minnesota National Guard during the late May riots. Waltz said Fry, quote, had a misunderstanding, end quote, of what's required before sending troops into a city. I want to talk about that for a moment here because it shows you really in microcosm what terrible hands you're in, both with the DFL in general and these two particular executives, Governor Clink and Mayor McDreamy in particular. This is something you need to keep in your mind and in your neighbors' minds as we head towards election time. This is what separates the wheat from the chaff leadership-wise here, folks. Northern Alliance, AM12A, The Patriot, go nowhere. AM1280, The Patriot. Whoa, look at all these options. You can fill an entire warehouse with all the different ways you can stream The Patriot. Top shelf choices include am1280thepatriot.com, our free app, and radio.com. Has your water heater decided to create one of Minnesota's 10,000 lakes in your basement? Have a burst pipe, dripping faucet? Is your water not soft anymore? Champion Plumbing is a call away. Champion will be there fast in your time of need. They service the entire metro area, and they're taking all the necessary precautions to keep you and your household safe. A champion is someone who goes the extra mile to get the job done, and that's Champion Plumbing. Online at championplumbing.net. When you call, make sure you tell them the Patriots sent you. Audiences everywhere are saying Uncle Tom is a must-see movie. Fantastic. Absolutely wonderful. Excellent. Breathtaking. A movie that is changing hearts and minds. I really feel inspired. We're going to put up statues because of what this film may do. An eye-opening masterpiece of the real history of America. They want to cover up history. I didn't study that kind of stuff when I was in history. They are actively learning their history wrong. Why have you hidden this from me? Starring Larry Elder. And Uncle Tom is somebody who has sold out by embracing the white man. Candace Owens. I'm a black female. I should be at the top of the progressive stack. Brandon Tatum. They believe that I want to be accepted in the white community. Kind of like the house Negro back in slavery. And Herman Cain. As my late grandfathers used to say, I does not care. These are the voices of the movie Uncle Tom. Get your copy today at UncleTom.com. Use promo code Minneapolis to save 20%. One of the things American Pressure offers is a complete pressure washer trailer. That means there's a water tank, hose reels, and everything else you need to do mobile cleaning where you've got the dirt. 
We've got them available for rent, lease, and purchase. And we'll customize a solution for you if we don't have it on our show floor. Stop in today to find out more. Join the Patriot Freedom Fan Club for prizes, contests, quizzes, and more. Plus, get exclusive access to pre-sale tickets to events. It's free to join. So visit am1280thepatriot.com today. AM 12A, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network. Oh, well done, Terminator N. By the way, great to have uh, Terminator N back on the other side of the metaphorical glass here. And uh, he remembers. No, this is uh, definitely a song for the mood I'm in right now. 651-289-448. Also somewhat ironically chosen. That's fine. We can do this. It relates to... Well, the coverage of everything that happened after uh, the, during the riots, which, by the way, was covered by uh, Theo Keith on Twitter this past week, uh, who is a TV reporter for um, Channel 4 in Minneapolis. Uh, we, we, we talked about that. There's a series of tweets that sort of spelled out what happened, at least uh, the governor's side of it. And, boy, it is a ugly look into the mind of, of Governor Waltz. Uh, 651-289-4488. Uh, Theo Keith writes, documents released by the city of Minneapolis show Chief Mandaria Arredondo asked for 600 guardsmen on the night of May 27th, 24 hours before the third precinct burned, 18 hours, maybe closer to 20 hours, before Gov- uh, Mayor Fry ordered the third precinct evacuated, by the way. Fry called Waltz that night about the request, Wednesday night. Before the night where everything hit the proverbial fan, including here in my neighborhood. But the two men have very different memories about what happened. That's quoting Theo Keith here. By the way, it's, it's an exchange that points out, or at least helps you indicate that Governor Waltz still has a little bit of that high school gym teacher passive aggression in, in, in going up. Uh, you, you remember, maybe you had better gym teachers than I did. Mine just loved to passive-aggressively torture the wimpy kids, the kids who didn't really care for Fayed, the kids who couldn't keep up with uh, in track or who were, who were, who were tall and, 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 and not especially powerfully built but in the same weight class as the as a short little farm kid who had been pitching hay bales hail bail since he was six. Uh, they'd love to get a nice little laugh at the, the kids in gym class who just didn't care or didn't keep up or didn't want to keep up. Yeah, I had some terrible gym teachers, and I'd like to tell some of them to their face. Anyway, <laughs> you get a little bit of that with uh, the governor in this exchange. Theo Keith reporting Waltz today, quote, I don't think the mayor knew what he was asking for. I think the mayor said, quote, I request the National Guard. Whew, this is great. We're going to have massively trained troops. No, said the governor, who, by the way, was for many years a non-commissioned officer in an artillery battalion in Mankato. In the National Guard, he said, quote, no, you're going to have 19-year-olds who are cooks. And I would love to hear from Minnesota National Guardsmen. Well, two different groups of people I'd love to hear about. Number one, Minnesota National Guardsmen who, in many cases, have served multiple tours overseas, not cooking, uh, age 19 and less and above, 
doing a lot of things other than cooking. In fact, eating out of MRE bags as they went on patrols and as they fought battles and as they tried to win the hearts and minds of the population. Something that Governor Waltz didn't do, retiring from the National Guard just in time to run for office before getting deployed. Waltz, by the way, according to Theo Keith, said the night of May 27th, Fry asked about the potential of the Guard, and this one annoys me. Waltz responded, quote, I asked, what do you want out of the Guard? It's not like pulling a can out. What units do you want? What do their capabilities need to be? How are you going to deploy them? Like Mayor Fry, who doesn't know which end of a tank you climb in, who would have a hard time being, explaining which end of a cannon the bullet comes out of. It's called a shell. I get it. I'm satirizing here. He is going to put out detailed plans about how to deploy and employ the military in a law enforcement capacity. This, this, when I say that Governor Klink is acting like a passive-aggressive gym teacher... I mean, it's like he's taking a paper from a kid, looking at it and going, you rewrite this. I'm not even going to tell you what's wrong with it. You just keep rewriting it until I'm happy with it. (laughs) I mean, what a chucklehead. Minneapolis was burning. It was burning at the hands, largely, of the white, upper-middle-class overschooled, undereducated children and nephews of his political supporters. Not that he didn't try to deflect it away to those legions of bikers who, uh, white supremacist motorcycle gangs who were supposedly doing the burning. I, by the way, we're still waiting for more on that story. That Boy, didn't that story come and go fast. <laughs> he asked, what do you want of the guard? What units do you want? What do their capabilities need to be? Like the governor is supposed, like the mayor of Minneapolis, someone with less military experience than Mark Dayton, for the love of Pete, is supposed to say, "Yeah, we're going to need, we're going to need a skirmish line of infantry equipped as uh, as riot troops." So get me, uh, yeah, first battalion of the Seventeenth Infantry. I know they're with Tenth Mountain. Anyway, work with me here. Uh, get them across Lake Street and uh, start them doing some some. Uh, fire and movement with pepper uh, ball rounds uh, moving uh, forward up. Meantime, uh, let's bring in some of the mech uh, on the right flank as an envelopment and and cut them. No! There's people who do that. This is passive-aggressive buck-passing of the lowest order. Back to Theo Keith. Documents released by the city show Madaria Ardando asked for 600 guardsmen Wednesday night Waltz said, I don't think the mayor knew what he was asking for. We've been through that one already here. Now, this has been part of an ongoing back and forth between the governor and the mayor trying to fob off blame. If you don't want to be cynical, it's trying to fob off blame. If you are cynical, and let's be honest, if you're not cynical, you're not paying attention in the city of Minneapolis and to some extent St. Paul. If you want to be cynical, this is whole thing. This whole back and forth is designed basically get people tired of the whole thing and get them to move on. 
By the way, uh, new re- newly released text messages this past week showed that uh, Minneapolis thought Governor Waltz, for their part, was hesitating, was stonewalling, was throwing the city under the bus. This is a city, by the way, that has <laughs> doesn't need help throwing itself under the bus. This, this city has been putting itself under a variety of buses for years. By the way, it was two weeks ago this weekend that thousands of people went to the North Star Stampede Road. By the way, showing you how, what terrible hands were in. Uh, North Star Stampede Rodeo last weekend up north, not as actual spectators. They were as part of a protest or trespass or whatever you want to call it. Yesterday, Minnesota Department of Health admitted something I told you last week. No outbreak associated with the rodeo. None. Which hasn't stopped uh, Attorney General Ellison from trying to press 41 different code violations against the openers of the rodeo. Because it's not about public health. It's about enforcing compliance, getting people to shut up and do what they're told. It's really the ultimate value for progressive government, getting everyone to shut up, get in line, and don't make any noise that you're not told to make on cue, which is where we come in. We have to flip the House. We have to hold the Senate. And in two years, we've got to get Governor Waltz out of office. That's our mission. If it was easy, everyone would be doing it. So where are you going to stand on this, folks? Hope to see you out there. Thanks for tuning in today. God bless you all. God bless America. Relief Factor. Effective pain relief that really, really works. How do I know that? I don't have a script. I don't have talking points. I live it. I've been taking it for a year and a half. I had a lower back pain issue that had been plaguing me for nine years, almost a decade. I took Relief Factor for two Weeks, yes, two weeks, and my pain was gone, and it's still gone. That's the experience of tens of thousands of Americans who are taking Relief Factor right now. Don't take my word for it. See their incredible video testimonials at relieffactor.com, and then find out for yourself if this incredible drug-free product could work for you as well as it does for me and tens of thousands of Americans. It's so very, very simple. Go to relieffactor.com, order the three-week quick starter pack. It'll be at your door in three days or less. And I guarantee it, Dr. G's guarantee, if you take it morning and evening, as do I, for three weeks, by the end of that time, you will know if it works for you like it works for me. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and -and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your free author's guide to publishing don't wait another day take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print you've already written a book so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to dorns publishing and get your free guide to publishing call right now 800-482-8399 800-482-8399 that's 800-482-8399 Hey, are you guys open? Yeah, yeah, we are. Come on in. As businesses reopen across the nation, is your business prepared for what comes next? Salem Surround can help. 
COVID-19 brought America's thriving economy to a screeching halt. But now, local businesses are getting back to normal, and families are getting out to shops, stores, and restaurants. Are you ready for the return to business and all that pent-up consumer demand? Business recovery plans should be ready to go right now. The marketing team at Salem Surround is ready to help, so you don't waste a minute or a dollar recapturing market share. We'll help design your recovery plan targeting potential customers with proven marketing strategies. With everything in our toolkit working for you. Digital, audio, mobile, even audience-engaging contests and promotions. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your digital marketing plan. Learn more at surroundmsp.com. Surroundmsp.com. Connecting you with new customers. AM 1280, The Patriot, is W. 